Hi, fifth years. So I know I've put a lot of work up there on the Google Classroom for you for today and for the rest of the week. So I just wanted to talk through it with you and then um, maybe we'll have a read through of the pages together. So for today, tomorrow, Thursday and Friday, I want you to answer these questions. But the most important thing is that you read your novel, OK? And for anyone who maybe the week before midterm decided not to read the pages that I had popped up, I think it was from page 75 up to 100. Will you make sure you catch up on those because the reading is the most important part. So the questions I'm going to need you to do this week are Nick likes to assert his control over man Jack in the lead up to page 100 discuss using PQEO. So we know that in the lead up to page 100 we had an issue where Jack came out of wardrobe. OK, and we remember that Jack got a little bit jealous of the possibility that old Nick was getting more attention than he was. And he came out of the closet and he frightened the life out of everybody. OK, old Nick went to say hello to him. Ma lost, lost it completely and started shouting at old Nick. And he definitely tried to choke her. OK, because her voice went really hoarse and she said she'd be quiet. But after that, um, Nick turns off the power. OK, so that's what, where we're at at the moment. Nick turns off the power and I think it's off for a couple of days and they're freezing, absolutely freezing because it's not even April yet. So he's shown that he is in control. He has the power. Now, apart from the fact that he's just turned off the power, literally, he has control. OK, now for anyone who uh, wasn't sure what was going on, I hope you realise now that old Nick has kidnapped Ma. And um, she doesn't have sex with him uh, consensually. That's not a thing. And that she's, you know, she's his, she's been kidnapped. Uh, he's her captor. OK, so I hope the lads there at the table, Liam and, and company, I hope you've got that now at this stage. But it, well, I didn't want to say anything to you because I wanted you to figure it out for yourselves as the book progressed and see how, see how it went. OK. So we have, that was the first question. Okay, so we're looking at that area and make sure you use PQEO, make sure you use your quotes, make sure you get as many quotes as possible in. You've got all of the classes this week to do these questions, so make sure you put in an effort on them. Number two then is from page 100 to 107, Ma explains different things about the real outside world to Jack. Now we know that Jack doesn't really know that there's an outside world. So, so he says strange things like bunnies aren't real, but carrots are. And he calls the outside world TV because he's watching TV and he thinks that's the outside world. Now, there's no, you know, that the reason Jack thinks that is because Ma has allowed him to think that the outside world isn't a real world. Why did she do that? Because it was easier. It was much easier if Jack wasn't constantly saying, can we go outside? Can we go outside? Can we go outside? Like he's been three, four five. He's been talking probably a couple of years now. And she didn't really know how she could explain it to him. Why is she explaining it to him now? Why has Ma decided that now is a good time to start revealing the truth to Jack? Is it because it's getting way harder for her? Like, is it really, really tough for her to be able to explain things to him now? Or is it because she knows that the older Jack gets, the more dangerous it is going to be in room with old Nick? How long more is Jack going to fit in that wardrobe for? It's, I think, at this stage, she's started to realise that, you know, this section is called Unlying. She needs to take back the lie she's told Jack. And I mean, it's called unlying because obviously the text is from a five year old's point of view. So he doesn't really get how to say to not lie anymore. So he's calling it unlying. Um, but Ma has to make decisions here and she has to figure out how is it best to explain the real world to Jack. So just when you're reading pages 100 to 107, you can see the different things she starts to tell him about the outside world. OK, and just to outline three examples for me there. On the bottom of page 106, Ma describes room. She's outlining the culture in room. So one of our 
key areas that we have to study for the comparative studies is the cultural context. So when we looked at Brooklyn or not Brooklyn, sorry, when we looked at Ladybird, we had the idea of it being 2002. It was in Sacramento. There was quite a religious, <clears throat> a religious hint there with her going to the Catholic school. And we looked at the culture. So at the bottom of page 106, we can see room is described very matter of factly. You know, it starts out as a garden shed, you know, and you'll see that as you read it. And that's the culture in room. OK, now room is soundproofed. So the culture suggests that there's something sinister going on. OK, so you have to kind of read the section at the bottom of page 106 and then tease it out yourself. What is the culture in room? And then again, discuss using PQEO and it's all there in the bottom of 106. Then on page 116, Ma outlines how she came to be in room to Jack. So write a brief description. So we find out how Ma ended up in room. And this is quite a frightening story for Jack to hear. Um, but he kind of has to hear it. OK, I know. Does he have to hear it when he's five years old? But I think Ma's getting desperate at this stage because if he turns off the power and he can leave them without food, um, without warmth, without heat for two, three days, whatever it might be, that he can do that again and that he could get more and more dangerous as time progresses. Why do you think Ma's telling Jack about her escape attempts up to page 122? So up as far as page 122, Ma tells Jack. Jack starts to call Nick like a stinky head and different things like that. Like he starts to hate Nick because he knows that Nick might have hurt Ma that night. And she starts to tell Jack about the different times she tried to escape. Why is she doing that? Because I think she wants Jack to know now that she has been trying to get them out. Why do you think this section is called Unlying and why is it important? I'm going to leave that one to you guys. Okay, so it's called Unlying and why is it probably the most important section in the book? Okay, why do you think the section is important? Do you think it's because Ma needs to tell Jack these things? Are they going to try and escape? What is going to happen in the next section? Okay, so I want you to look at that as well. So those questions uh, into your copy by Friday and then if you upload the pictures for me, I'll have them corrected. And then the next section is called dying. Now, I'll be keeping an eye during the week. I'll know what questions you've got done from your teacher and I'll be able to see if we can move on with the reading. OK, so for today, then, um, if you guys would open your books on page 99 for me, I'll give you a second to do that. Okay, and we'll just, we'll read the pages. Might be easier if someone's reading it with you. Okay, so page 99. And we'll start at the very, very bottom. So obviously we're starting on page 100. But you can see the dots there on the bottom of page 99. And then top of 100. We wake up and the air is shiverier. Watch says 709. He has a battery. That's his own little power hidden inside. Ma keeps yawning because she was awake in the night. I've got a tummy ache. She says maybe it was all the raw vegetables. I want to kill her from the bottle. She gives me just a half. I wait and wait but my tummy doesn't feel different. Skylight's getting brighter. I'm glad he didn't come last night, I tell Ma. I bet he never comes back. That would be super cool. Jack. She kind of frowns. Think about it. I am. I mean, what would happen? Where does our food come from? I know this one. From baby Jesus in the fields and outside. No, but who's the bringer? Oh, so again, there's another moment of control. He controls the food. He controls the painkillers. He controls the vitamins. He controls Sunday treat. Ma gets up. She says it's a good sign the faucets are still working. He could have turned the water off too, but he hasn't. I don't know what that's a sign for. There's bagel for breakfast, but it's cold and mushy. What happens if he doesn't switch the power on again? I ask. I'm sure he will. Maybe later today. 
I try the buttons on TV sometimes. Just a dumb grey box. I can see my face, but not as good as like in mirror. We do all the phys ed we can think of to warm up. Karate and islands and Simon Says and trampoline, hopscotch, where we have to hop from one cork tile to another, one and never go on the lines or fall over. Ma picks blinds man's buff. She ties my camouflage pants around her eyes. I hide in under bed beside egg snake, not breathing even, flat like a page in a book, and it takes her hundreds of hours to find me. Next I choose repelling. Ma holds my hands and I walk up her legs till, till my feet are higher than my head. Then I dangle upside down. My braids go in my face and make me laugh. I do a flip and I'm right side up again. I want it lots. Sorry, I want it lots times more, but her bad wrist is hurting. Then we're tired. We make a mobile from a long spaghetti and threads tied with things pasted on. Tiny pictures of me all orange and Ma all green and twisty foil and tufts of toilet paper. Ma fixes the top thread on roof with a pin from Impression Sunrise and the spaghetti dangles with all the little things flying from it when we stand under and blow hard. I'm hungry so Ma says I can have the last apple. What if old Nick doesn't bring more apples? Why he's still punishing us, I ask. Ma twists her mouth. He thinks we're things that belong to him because room does. And you might highlight that line for me. He thinks we're things that belong to him because room does. How come? Well, he made it. That's weird. I thought room just is. Didn't God make everything? Ma doesn't say anything for a minute and then she rubs my neck. All the good stuff anyway. We play a nose arc on table. All the things like comb and little plate and spatula and the books and jeep have to line up and get into box quick, quick before there's the giant flood. Ma's not really playing anymore. She's got her face in her hands like it's heavy. I crunch the apple. Are your other teeth hurting? She looks through her fingers at me. Her eyes are huger. Which ones? Ma stands up so sudden I'm nearly scared. She sits into rocker and holds out her hands. Come here. I have a story for you. A new one? Yeah. Excellent. She waits till I'm all folded into her arms. I'm nibbling the second side of the apple to make it last. You know how Alice wasn't always in Wonderland? That was a trick. I know this one already. Yeah, she goes in White Rabbit's house and grows so big she has to put her arm out the window and her foot up the chimney and she kicks Bill the lizard out. Kaboom. That bit's funny. No, but before. Remember she was lying in the grass? Then she fell down the hole 4,000 miles, but she didn't hurt herself. Well, I'm like Alice, says Ma. I laugh. Nah, she's a little girl with a huge head, bigger than Dora's even. Ma's chewing her lip. There's a dark bit. Yeah, but I'm from somewhere else like her. A long time ago I was up in heaven. She puts her finger on my mouth to hush me. I came down and I was a kid like you. I lived with my mother and father. I shake my head. You were the mother. But I had one of my own. I called mom, she says. I still have. Why she's pretending like this? Is it a game I don't know? She's, I guess you'd call her grandma. Like Dora Zabula, St. Anne in the picture that the Virgin Mary sitting in her lap. I'm eating the core. It's nearly nothing now. I put it on table. You grew in her tummy? Well, actually, no, I was adopted. She and my dad, you'd call him grandpa. And also, I I had, I have a big brother called Paul. I shake my head. He's a saint. No, a different Paul. How can there be two Pauls? You'd call him Uncle Paul. There's too many names. My head's full. My tummy's still empty like the apple isn't there. What's for lunch? Ma's not smiling. I'm telling you about your family. I shake my head. Just because you've never met them doesn't mean they're not real. There's things, more things on earth than you've ever dreamed about. Is there any cheese left that's not sweaty? Jack, this is important. I lived in a house with my mom and dad and Paul. I have to play the game so she won't be mad. A house and TV? No, outside. 
That's ridiculous. Ma was never an outside. But it looked like a house you'd see on TV. Yeah, a house on the edge of the city with a yard behind it and a hammock. What's a hammock? Ma gets the pencil from shelf and does a drawing of two trees. There's ropes between them all knotted together with a person lying on the ropes. Is that a pirate? That's me swinging in the hammock. She does the paper side to side. She's all excited. And I used to go to the playground with Paul and swing on the swings as well and eat ice cream. Your grandma and grandpa took us on trips in the car to the zoo and to the beach. I was their little girl. Nah. Ma scrunches up the picture. That's wet on table. It makes her white all shiny. Don't be crying, I say. I can't help it. She rubs her tears over her face. Why you can't help it? I wish I could describe it better. I miss it. You miss the hammock? All of it, being outside. I hold on to her hand. She wants me to believe, so I'm trying to, but it hurts my head. You actually lived in TV one time. I told you it's not TV. It's the real world. You wouldn't believe how big it is. Her arms shoot out. She's pointing at all the walls. Room's only a tiny, stinky piece of it. Room's not stinky. I'm nearly throwing. I'm nearly growling. It's only stinky sometimes when you do a fart. Ma wipes her eyes again. Your farts are much stinkier than mine. You're just trying to trick me and you better stop right this minute. Okay, she says. All her breath hisses out like a balloon. Let's have a sandwich. Why? You said you were hungry. No, I'm not. Her face is fierce again. I'll make a sandwich, she says, and you'll eat it, okay? It's peanut butter just because the cheese is all gooey. When I'm eating it, Ma sits beside me, but she doesn't have one. She says, I know it's a lot to take in. The sandwich? For dessert, we have a tub of mandarins between us. I get the big bits because she prefers the little ones. I wouldn't lie to you about this, Ma says, while I'm slurping the juice. I couldn't tell you before because you were too small to understand. So I guess I was sort of lying to you then. But now you're five, I think you can understand. Okay, so that there will help for one of the questions. She says, I couldn't tell you before because you were too small to understand. So I guess I was sort of lying to you then. But now you're five, I think you can understand. So you might highlight that for me. I shake my head. What I'm doing is the opposite of lying. It's like unlying. That might help as well. We have a nap. Ma's already awake looking down at me about two inches away. I wriggle down to have some from the left. Why you don't like it here? I ask her. She sits up and pulls her t-shirt down. I wasn't done. Yes, you were, she says you were talking. I sit up too. Why you don't like it in room with me? Ma holds me tight. I always like being with you. But you said it was tiny and stinky. A jack, she says, nothing for a minute. Yeah, I'd rather be outside, but with you. I like it here with you. Okay. How did he make it? And this section here is the part I was telling you about the culture. She knows who I mean. I think she's not going to tell me. And then she says, actually, it was a garden shed to begin with. Just a basic 12 by 12 vinyl coated steel. But he added a soundproof skylight and lots of insulating foam inside the walls. Plus a layer of sheet lead because lead kills all sound. Oh, and a security door with a code. He boasts about what a neat job he made of it. So you can see there that that's, I suppose, it's not outlining the culture directly, but you have to tease out from that. What is the culture? The culture is one of control. The culture is one of, you know, like it's it's a kidnapping situation, basically. OK, and you can tease it out from there. The afternoon goes slow. We read all our books with pictures in the freezing kind of bright. Scarlet's different today. She's got a black bit like an eye. Look, ma. She stares up and grins. It's a leaf. Why? The wind must have blown it off a tree onto the glass. An actual tree and outside. Yeah, see? That proves it. The whole world is out there. Let's play beanstalk. We put my chair here on top of the table. She helps me do that. Then trash on top of my chair. I tell her. Then I climb all the way up. That's not safe. Yeah, it is if you stand on table holding trash so I won't wobble. 
Hmm, says Ma, which is nearly no. Let's just try, please, please. It works perfect. I don't fall at all. When I'm standing on trash, I can actually hold the cork edges of roof where they go on slanty at skylight. There's something over her glass I never saw before. Honeycomb, I tell Ma, stroking it. It's a polycarbonate mesh, she says, unbreakable. I used to stand up here looking out a lot before you were born. The leaf's all black with holes in it. Yeah, I think it's a dead one from last winter. I can see blue around it. That's the sky. With some white in it that Ma says are clouds. I stare through the honeycomb. I'm staring and staring, but all I see is sky. There's nothing in it like ships or trains or horses or girls or skyscrapers zooming by. Then I climb back down off trash and my chair and I shove Ma's arm away. Jack? I jump on the floor all on my own. Liar, liar, pants on fire, there's no outside. She starts explaining more, but I put my fingers on my ears and shout, blah, 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 blah. I play just me with Jeep. I'm nearly crying, but I pretend not. Ma looks through cabinet, she's banging cans. I think I hear her counting. She's counting what we've got left. I'm extra cold now, my hands are all numb under the socks on them. So the fact that Ma's counting what they've left means that she's nervous, that he's not going to come back with food for them. Or that, you know, she has to save it and store it. And, you know, Ma eating the small mandarins is because she wants Jack to get the benefits. And that's why Ma's bones are pointy. For dinner, I keep asking, can we have the last of the cereal? So in the end, Ma says, yeah, I spilled some because of not feeling my fingers. The dark's coming back, but Ma has all the nur- all the rhymes in her head from the big book of nursery rhymes. I ask for oranges and lemons. My best line is, I do not know, says the great bell of bow because it's all deep like a lion also without about the chopper coming to chop off your head what's a chopper big knife i guess i don't think so i tell her it's a helicopter that its blades spin real fast and chop off heads yuck we're not sleepy but there's not much to do without seeing we sit on bed and do our own rhymes our friend wickles has the tickles our friends the backyardigans have to try hard again good one i tell ma our friend grace wins the race Won it, says Ma. Our friend Jules likes swimming pools. Our friend Barney lives on a farmy. Cheat. Okay, I say. Our friend Uncle Paul had a bad fall. He came off his motorbike once. I was forgetting he was real. Why he came off his motorbike? By accident, but the ambulance took him to the hospital and the doctors made him all better. Did they cut him open? No, no. They just put a cast on his arm to stop it hurting. So hospitals are real too, and motorbikes. My head's going to burst from all the new things I have to believe. It's all black now except the skylight has a dark kind of brightness. Ma says in a city there's always some light from the streetlights and the lamps in the buildings and stuff. Where's the city? Just out there, she says, pointing at bed wall. I looked through skylight and I never saw it. Yeah, that's why you got mad at me. I'm not mad at you. She gives me back my kiss. Skylight looks straight up in the air. Most of the things I've been telling you about are on the ground. So to see them we'd need a window that faces out sideways. We could ask for a sideways window for Sunday treat. Ma sort of laughs. I was forgetting that old Nick's not coming anymore. Maybe my lollipop was the last Sunday treat ever. I think I'm going to cry, but what comes out is a huge yawn. Good night, room, I say. Is that the time? Okay, good night, says Ma. Good night, lamp and balloon. I wait for Ma, but she's not saying any more of them. Good night, jeep, and good night, remote. Good night, rug, and good night, blanket, and good night, the bugs, and don't bite. Okay, so we'll leave it for there for today, and I'll let you. Um, let that sink in and let you start those questions okay and i'll have the next pages for tomorrow's class all right okay so good luck with those and any questions just give me a message on the google classroom okay